0: Recently, I've built the best mastermind coaching program that exists for fitness professionals by giving you the shortest, no BS path to grow to six, seven, and even eight figures regardless of your starting level. My coaching was designed to give you the skills, systems, and support to become an industry mover and shaker and build the business and life of your dreams. Before today's episode, a little announcement. All right, it's happening. It's official. Fitness Business Breakthrough is here, April 21, 22, 23, in Nashville, Tennessee, at the beautiful Renaissance Hotel, just two blocks away from the famous Music City Broadway. And I cannot wait to have you. Yes, this is the event. It's the event that's going to take any personal trainer or anyone with a passion for health and fitness, whether your specialties, muscle, fat loss, strength, yoga, contest prep, sports performance, nutrition, or mindset, that's going to take you from an employee to being successfully self-employed to business owner to empire builder. You have to learn how to delegate, automate, and eliminate all the day-to-day tasks preventing you from scaling and having maximum impact and become the CEO of your life and create real freedom. And that's what this entire event is all about. We're going to give you the best plays working right now to level up your branding, your marketing, your sales, your operations. And I cannot wait for you to join us. If you've been to any of my events, so that I do not deliver any fluff. It's 100% immediate and actionable advice that's gonna take your income to new heights. I always say that live events change lives and that's because proximity equals power. So I'll be bringing a ton of my friends like Elite 7, 8, and 9 Figure Entrepreneurs Pedros Cooling, Wes Watson, Trevor Backmire, Joe Marcoux, former Navy SEAL Larry Yach, Frank DeMlonken, and one of the industry's top paid traffic experts that teach you how to generate over a hundred leads a day. Plus, you'll learn from a killer lineup of seven figure female entrepreneurs, including Suzanne Galluzzo, Rachel Shear, Annie Yach, and my BMW. That's my beautiful, marvelous wife, Flavia Del Monte. So, check out the page in the description, and let me tell you one thing get registered because this event will sell out. We're currently already at 60% capacity. So tickets are on sale right now, but this thing will sell out. So get your seat locked in right now. The link is in the description to check out our two options. The future is now, so act fast. Hey, what is up my friend? So in this video, I wanna talk about whether or not you should compete in a bikini, bodybuilding, muscle model show. And I wanna flag a question that came in from one of our students. She's been competing for over, uh, I believe, six, seven years. We'll take a look at the uh, screenshot in just a second here. And I get this question a lot from fitness professionals. And um, having been a competitor myself, I've got quite a few thoughts on this. And I see some good advice being given and some bad advice being given And I really think that there's a a simple way to figure out whether you should compete again. As somebody who's competed, heck, uh, 14 times, I believe, over the years, I know how much it requires of you from a sacrifice standpoint, time standpoint, fatigue standpoint, to get up on a stage. Even if you don't bring your best, it still requires a lot of time and sacrifice and um effort to make your way to a stage and get relatively lean holding a decent amount of muscularity for anybody so with that all being said this question is coming from a fitness professional who's growing her business to give you some context her business has increased three uh years in a row it really increased when she joined us and um she's trying to figure out should I compete and I want to show you what she exactly says here and uh, for those who don't know me my name is Vince Del Monte. I'm a fitness business coach I was one of the very first fitness youtubers here and uh, helped uh, skinny guys build muscle you can go back and check out all the videos on this channel I switched Tunes a couple of years ago to help Fit Pros do what I did, which was build multiple seven-figure fitness businesses. We're big on organic. We don't screw around with costly and complicated funnels and ads and stuff. So everything I'm going to share with you is going to be um, very um, simple advice. And this conversation is gonna be more around, should you compete? So let's just dive in, I'll show you guys a screenshot. So it looks like uh, she's saying, so I'm considering being done competing for good after this show she's got coming up. She's done 20 preps since 2014 because I'm not finding that it's aligning with what she's teaching her clients and it's not in alignment with her life. Has anybody else gotten to this point where they just want to quit competing because it isn't lining up with the way they want to coach and help people? And this is a great question. First of all, my last show was in 2011, so I have personal experience from this and for me having done so many shows, anybody who's competed knows that the show space can be very disappointing because your fate is in the hands of a judge. I remember when I competed in my last show, there was like there's 20 guys on the world championships at the WBFF and I remember I didn't even get a top 10 call out. Pretty embarrassing. My dad was in the back asking me after the show, "How come you didn't get called out?" And I'm like dad, I wasn't top 10. And they, they don't, what, what place did you come? I'm like, everybody comes 11th after top 10 because they stopped judging after top 10. <laughs> so what sport is this? <laughs> is this even a sport? And I remember going backstage and the top five or six guys, I won't name who they were, but they're all crying backstage. They, sorry. Everyone from second to six, like five guys who thought they should have been first were all crying backstage like little babies. Uh, judging was so uh, biased, not fair, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my gosh. And here I'm thinking to myself, I didn't even get a top 10 call out. And the people that came to see me compete and I was competing in Mississauga, Ontario, 15 minutes from my house didn't even see me step out into the light. I was standing in the back like smiling. I couldn't even see if there's anybody in the audience. The lights were so bright. And the reason I share all this is because I know for a fact that I monetize that show more than anybody else on that stage. So people are coming to get sponsorships. They're coming to get covers. I'm like, even if I come dead last in this show, I'm going to figure out how to monetize it. And when I started my prep, I was... 227 I believe I'll put a photo up here and then I went down to um 196 and my entire intent with this show was to create a new program all right so I said to myself before because I had a lot of disappointment from the show place before that even if I come dead last I'm going to milk this baby and I did And what I did is I hired Ben Pakulski, a professional bodybuilder. So I even added, I looked at him as a character. I added a character to this storyline of me transforming my body. I moved to Florida for four months with my wife. We got this cool condo over literally on top of a powerhouse gym in Tampa with all these pro athletes and UFC fighters and bodybuilders and bikini models and it's all these super fit people and back then a rod he was dating cameron diaz at the time they were working out there so i had this all these cool little storylines going on while I was transforming my body in this gym and again there's a reason i'm telling you all this is because i knew one of the hardest things to own in marketing is write this one down attention The hardest thing to own in marketing is attention. You're fighting for everybody's attention. You're not competing with other fitness models. You're competing with world politics. You're competing with um, Netflix shows, right? Like you're competing for HBO new series. That's whose attention you're competing with. You're competing with TikTok. So how do you hold people's attention? A good story, so, one of the reasons I rationalize why I'm going to compete is that I would have a, a great reason to hold people's attention. So, when I announce, hey, I'm 227, look at me, I'll put a picture up here. I was out of shape, I bulked up, I had this gut. And I said to people, I'm going to get ripped. I'm going to, and the goal is to get my WBFF pro card. So there was a goal. There was a reason why. The reason why was I wanted to get my pro card. I wanted to add that to my credentials. I wanted to say that I'm a WBFF pro. And there was reasons for that because it lends more credibility it would help my business. So while getting the pro card is cool, I actually don't even think I actually got the pro card. (laughs) Funny enough, they. I talked to some competitors years later, and they showed it to me. I'm like, I never even got sent one of those things in the mail, so I never actually even got the card. Anyways, I was an official WBFF pro, and the show that I competed in, I actually didn't qualify for the pro card. I came third place, and they only gave it to first place, which was a buddy of mine, by the way, that I trained with in the gym, who went out on the stage screaming crazy, and I'm like, how did this guy win? He doesn't even have any legs. Great buddy of mine, great face, good-looking guy, great abs. And for those who don't know, fitness model shows are based are judged on two things: the quality of your abs and the quality of your face. So if you're not a good-looking person, don't do a fitness model show. All right. Bodybuilders are different. You don't have to have a good face to win a bodybuilding show. You just need a a great physique because they just judge you on the physique. Anyways, I, I I digress, but I come back on track to say I had a reason why. I wanted to document my transformation. I wanted to also launch a new product. And I actually had the name of the product plan before I even started the journey. And it was called Stage Shredded Status. All right. So it was my goal in 16 weeks to get my WBFF Pro card, strip off 30 pounds of fat, and to do what was most important because let's be frank, people don't care about how ripped you are. They don't care how strong you are. It might be, they might admire you and they think it's cool. But what I realized is that what I really needed was more than a killer physique. What I needed was to show people how I did it. And what I did was I invited people to come along in the journey and I documented my transformation for that entire 16 weeks with videos Instagram really wasn't going on back then, but hard to believe, right? So I was literally filming everything and I turned it into an eight DVD set. You can, six or six DVDs. I'll put the, I'll put a screenshot up here for you guys to check it out. And this DVD set was my entire transformation. So a couple of the cool deliverables in this was one, I had three stages of my journey from the start in the middle and the end. And I had a film, I had a guy even coming down to Florida. I flew him in to film me in the gym, train with these cool characters and documenting my transformation. And I shared all the highs and the lows and all the struggles of getting lean and shredded. And I had this massive like lineup of people waiting for this product. And I wasn't selling it while I was going through. I was just saying, I'm documenting this. I'm putting this all together. I want to make sure you can achieve the same results because people don't care about how ripped you are. They don't care how smart they, how smart you are. All they care is, can this guy help me? can this guy help me? So by showing people one, I could help myself. I also started to tell people to do what I was doing on the journey. So people are getting results in advance. So I made my journey more than, Hey, I'm just trying to get my pro card. It's I want to invite you to get the same type of results. Now at the end, I did what I said I was going to do. I got professional photo shoots, and it became it one of the shots became the cover of this product, Stay Shredded Status. I got in great condition. And when I sold this thing, I think I sold it for 297 bucks. The hard copy physical DVDs is, I know I remember in the first couple hours at launch, I made over $70,000, just like that. And it was because I had a massive lineup of people ready to buy this. And I sold this product, a lot of copies of this for a long time. I made a lot of money on Stay Shredded Status. And it's because I put a lot of work into sharing my journey. And this held people's attention because everybody wants to see how the story ends. Does he get ripped or... Does he hit a plateau? And I hit multiple plateaus on the way. And I share that in the video as well when I was four weeks out and I had a lot of weight to still lose. And I messaged my contest prep coach in a panic. And I said, dude, I got to get up on stage. I'm not ready. And he said, you were worse than my bikini girls and their hormones when they're off the charts. He made some sort of comment that really, it was insulting, but also made a point like, bro, Relax freaking relax i've done this before you hired me for a reason you still have four weeks left so i'm sharing this and people are like holy crap so people are now relating they're late that's freaking me too four weeks out i wasn't ready for my show either so you're building all this trust and creating the motion that like is you can't fake this this was the story so when people ask me should i compete you know A lot of people say, I don't want to compete because it goes against my values. It's too extreme. It's going to take away from family time. I don't disagree with any of that. Um, It is very extreme. So you need to have your reason why you're doing this. And you need to enroll the people in your life around why you're doing this. I told my wife, I'm going to be creating a program that I sell a lot of copies of. All right. I'm also interested in building a relationship with this professional bodybuilder that could lead to a partnership in the future. So I had multiple reasons uh, for why I did this. All right. And I also wanted to get into the best shape of my life. All right, I just felt like I'd never done that before. So I had three big reasons for doing this. And I wanted to separate myself from the competition. I wanted to show like, hey, look, there's all these other guys, but are they doing what I'm doing? So while some of the things that you do in order to get ready for a show, which is put in three, four plus hours a day and sacrifice your relationships to a degree, I don't agree with that either. And that's the point of why I did this. It was like to show that, achievement success comes with suffering it comes with sleeplessness it comes with stress everyone wants to be successful but you don't want this other stuff so that's the point so you so while it goes against my beliefs i also wanted to make a point to say that hey you have to figure out is it worth it what's the payoff and these are things everyone has to answer for themselves i can't answer this for you So when with uh, Brooklyn here asking, should I do another show, you have to ask yourself why? What desired outcome do you want from this show? And there's some actually, if we go in here, there's been some um, good discussion going on and I thought I could just take a second and we could take a quick look and I want to share with you what I exactly share with her. You have a lot of people talking about, they have done this, a lot of the the messaging here is there's nothing wrong with competing, but you have to know why, if you're going to compete, you gotta go all in. You cannot compete and just tiptoe your way in. You have to know why, and what happens if you don't do this show? What happens if you don't do this show? I was in a season where I did not have kids. I was just married and I had capacity and I had my wife's commitment and support that she had my wife's commitment that she would support me. So also I reassured her that this was gonna become a very profitable program because I believe a lot of people will buy this at the end when I sell it because people are gonna wanna see all the details of this transformation because it's gonna be extreme. And I did that and it became a very profitable program. Um, This is her Natalia Mello, she's actually, she was Miss Olympia probably know her i'm an olympia champion and felt like a hypocrite telling people to be healthy when the last thing i was healthy so i just walked away from it that's interesting so one of her things is getting into shape it's unhealthy like to a very to a level but you have to figure out like are you telling your people like sometimes there is a time to do extreme things right and if that's the story you want to share with your audience then compete hey I did 75 hard. I had some people tell me, oh, I dropped out or I don't believe in that. It goes against my values. No shit. It goes against most of my values too. No rest days? Never enjoy a treat meal? Yes. That's the whole point of 75 hard, to do something that's inconvenient. So you have to figure out like what story are you trying to share with your audience? Just because you're telling people that... You're doing something extreme doesn't define who you are. You might be doing it for a reason. Hey, I'm looking to develop more self-discipline. I'm looking to see what I'm really capable of. I'm looking to achieve a level of commitment that I've never put out before. I'm making a point. So you have to figure out what is the primary reason that you're competing and then to convey that without any apologies. And it really does come down to what stage of life are you in right now, too. If you have an opportunity to get one more show in before your kids get too old or before you start having kids and you can monetize the crap out of it, go for it. But I think you just have to understand, like, always start with the end in mind, right? Stephen Covey, right? Seven habits of highly effective people. Start with the end in mind. All right. And I'll just share with you guys what I shared with her here. And it's right here. So if you're going to do a show, you need to do it 1 million percent all in. You need to know why and what you want from it and what happens if you don't do it. That's a great question. All right. What are the consequences of not doing the show? Will your business suffer? Or can you continue to grow without doing the show? Will you regret it and look back on saying, man, I wish I'd done that. That's something you need to weigh in as well. These things you don't tiptoe into. You need to decide on your desired outcome from it and if it fits into your bigger picture goals. Is this a stepping stone to something else like I've uh, already alluded to multiple times? Will you document your journey to build your following? This is a like, hey, maybe you're at the start of your business and you want to grow your following. This is a great way to build your business. Hey, tell your friends to share my content. I'm going to show you how I get ripped over the next 16 weeks. This can lead to a means to an end. All right. Is that right? This can be a means to an end. Will you run a camp at the end of the show and invite your top contestants out? That's what I did. I ran a three-day event in Mississauga after I competed. So I invited people to come watch me and then come learn from me. So I created content out of that as well. And that actually became a product as well, Live Large Live. So I really um, maximized this event into multiple things. Will you turn this into a new program? Can you monetize this transformation? There are countless reasons to do it and there's countless reasons not to do it. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but just to help you think about the right things to make the right decision for yourself. And and I told her, let's talk this out, all right? And I already talked about this, how a lot of people will find reasons to not do it, but all you really need is one good reason to do it. There are a lot of reasons not to compete, but do you have one really good reason to compete? That's how I like to make my decisions, right? There's a million reasons why not to do something in life. There's millions of excuses you can make not to do something. And the question is, do you have one good reason to override all of those other reasons that will make it worth it? I could create a long list of reasons for why it was not smart to compete. My hormones were in the toilet after that show. You put a a piece of cheesecake on my wife's butt and I'm like, I wasn't even interested. I'm like, that's how bad it was. My hormones were in the toilet. My cravings were horrible. I was moody. I disconnected from a lot of people. I actually wrote an article about this. It was the number one article on bodybuilding.com a couple years ago, Confessions of a Pro Fitness Model. I'll put a link here, or you can take a look at it if you want, but I just revealed everything that actually went into competing, but despite all that, do I regret doing it? Not at all. I am so happy I did that want to have those photos for life. I still use a lot of those photos from way back then in some of my marketing, now I can't. Most of them were internal, some of them were external. And I think if you can make a decision based on one that you won't regret, that'll be a good decision. So I hope this video was helpful for you today. If it was, please share it on your social stories. Drop Drop a comment. I'd love to know if you have any questions, if I can serve you, if you have any questions for me personally on growing your business, hit me up on Instagram, that's the best spot, at Vince Del Monte, the Blue Verified account, and depending on when you're getting this, we are pretty much sold out of our live event tickets, if you want to come to Nashville, go to Fitness Business Breakthrough, if you want to join the biggest fitness business event this year, April 21 to 23, we'd love to have you and uh, grab yourself some tickets, and I will see you in person. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got some value, and if you're ready to learn more about the world's premier fitness business community that gives you the systems, skills, and support to scale to your first 10,000 50,000 or even a hundred thousand dollar month in as little as one year, then send me a message on Instagram at Vince Del Monte and message me success. I'll know what that means and I'll reach out to you and I'll see if I can help you.